Coming to you from the long-running music review website, adobeandteardrops.com. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Bringing you all of the amazing music that you're missing. I found my peace hidden in the story. My death will hold no need for mourning. From New York to Florida and all around the world, Rachel and Vaughn bring you the Adobe and Teardrops podcast. Both got hooked on the sweet temptation. Some ethical final destination. Well... We were supposed to be in New Orleans, and this was going to be my, I'm on vacation. Let's do a crossover with one of my favorite new podcasts. But I'm not in New Orleans. I am on vacation. And this is our first crossover with one of my favorite new podcasts, Country Down Under. It's about, you guessed it, Australian country music. It's hosted by Tamlin Butwell and Amy Wescott. Tamlin is an Australian country lifer, and Amy is a traveler from the UK, Tamlin is kind of the Virgil to Amy's Dante, <laughs> and uh, thankfully Amy's there to ask Tamlin to contextualize the music and to explain Australian slang. I've learned a lot, like what a ute is. Um, also, that apparently people in the UK and Australia pronounce it as lasso instead of lasso, which is charming. Uh <laughs> Each episode is a deep dive into a specific artist. Tamlin's got like a whole curriculum laid out. I'm very impressed. I don't know if they teach, but I think they could definitely have a future in it if they wanted to. And uh, each episode goes into like one artist and their entire discography. And since both hosts self-identify as queer, they play my favorite game, which is where they kind of like try to read queer subtext into most of the songs. The series also features some out Australian queer country artists too. So there's a whole universe outside the US where those people are famous and make lots of money. Kind of makes you think. Well, lots of money for Australia. So since there are actually laws regulating the internet in Australia, the pair can't play music during the show, but they do have extensive Spotify playlists up where they go through each song track by track. But to be honest, I don't actually listen to the music before tuning into an episode because their banter is just so fun. And the themes that come up when they talk about the artists help me decide if I want to actually go and listen to their music. So that's how we got Shane Nicholson on here a couple weeks ago. He sounded like a sad boy and a good songwriter. So uh, then I went and listened to his music and ter- found out it's basically Amer- Americana from Australia. So Australicana. Uh But we're in America, and so I won't get in trouble if I play any of this music. We don't believe in laws. We don't even believe in public health enforcement. So I'm going to (laughs) play. Ouch. Yes, Rose is in the background. She says hi. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to play you some songs by one of my favorite artists whom I've discovered through Country Down Under, Troy Casserdaly. Casserdaly is, uh, I hope I'm saying this correctly, he is of Aboriginal descent. And his first hit from the early 90s, Dream Out Loud, is definitely the first country song with a didgeridoo in it. I also recommend watching the music video because it is charming. 
Uh, I also included Black Mountain for the same reason. I like the way he uses the didgeridoo, but not all of his songs have one. I just thought this was distinctive. I also thought it was interesting to hear someone from outside the U.S. provide commentary on our history. The whole album is called Freedom Ride, and if I remember correctly, it's about the American Civil Rights Movement. Uh, but yeah, given our similarities with Australia, uh, it is certainly uh, interesting to see that sort of uh, filter or that kind of context in it. Uh, so you'll see that Tamlin and Amy provide some really detailed show notes. I linked to it in the show notes for this episode. And of course, you can find their playlists on Spotify. Subscribe, like. Uh, the podcast is on hiatus because Amy went back to the UK during uh, this whole thing. Uh, so you've got plenty of time to catch up. It can also remind you of a time when the world was young and the biggest global crisis we had were the wildfires in Australia. Only two months ago. Makes you think. So first you're going to hear Dream Out Loud, one of Troy Kasser Daly's first songs. And then I'll get you into Black Mountain. And then hopefully you like what you hear and you can hear Tamlin and Amy uh, gush about it. So in music we trust, in music we believe... See you next week. I'll be DJing with Olivia Ladd. There's two people in a room, one black and one white. Now who's to say who's wrong or who's right? Both standing tall, both standing proud. Both too afraid to dream out loud Now one grew up in the town And one outside Both fighting feelings They'd much rather hide The years bring them closer And Lord knows how They're not too afraid to dream out loud Dream out loud, it's up to me and you To dream out loud, it's not hard to do So if you see your brother falling in the crowd Don't be afraid to dream out loud
sister falling in the crowd Don't be afraid to dream out loud Coming down from old Black Mountain, where the air is dark and cold. Promised love in all its glory, where you tried to steal my soul. I walked on and got the feeling of bones buried beneath my feet, and I cried for those forgotten in the blackness and the sleep. I'm coming down from old Black Mountain, where the air is dark and cold. Promise love and all its glory, where you tried to steal my soul. Bloodwood tree stood like an old man, bent round to show the way, like a fool I didn't listen, and I lost all hope. Felt the pins of rain of falling as I ran toward a cave. Heard the ancient tongues are calling. Stay away, son, stay away. I'm coming down from old Black Mountain, where the air is dark and cold. Promise love and all its glory, where you tried to steal my soul.
Welcome back to Country Down Under, the podcast that introduces you to Australian country music one artist at a time. I'm Tamlin Butwell, your resident self-proclaimed Australian country music expert. And I'm Amy Westcott, your resident British newbie. And this week, we're talking about Troy Cassidaly. Yay! Yay! (laughs) You do that every week. Yeah, this is my thing now. (laughs) This is what's going to happen. I also just realised that my introduction like the way I explain myself is like three times the length of yours. <laughs> I'm just like I'm British. It's <laughs> probably an accurate representation of how much each of us talk on this podcast to be honest. So had you ever heard of Troy Cassidaly before? I had never heard of him. One no. of these days we'll find someone that you had heard of before you came over here. Will we? <laughs> I think so. All right sure. Mm-hmm. So this was an interesting one. My first impression was a lot of them are very slow songs. Yeah, I think very that might have been why I feel like the first half of the playlist felt like it took a while to get through. But then it kind of gets a bit more pop, a bit more rock towards yeah, the end. Yeah, it just kind of took a while for me to kind yeah. of get the whole gist. I've seen Troy Cassidy live. Um, does he put on a good show? He does put on a good show. Okay. I would actually like to publicly apologise to Troy Cassidy because I remember, had this awful cringy memory of this show that I went to and it was when I was really early teens and I didn't realise what proper etiquette was for being in a concert and I just oh kept yelling out a recommendation over and over and over again. I don't actually know why my parents didn't stop me, okay? I am going to, like, pass the buck <laughs> a little bit. But, yeah, just would like to publicly apologise. He did play the song, though. Oh, well, well it works. I just <laughs> shout at an artist It works, but as someone that has since been on stage, don't shout at people that are on stage. <laughs> 
That's so funny. I'm really, really sorry about it. And honestly, it's one of those cringy memories that actually comes to me like in the middle of the night sometimes. I'm just like, oh, I can't believe I did that. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah that's not good. I mean, I struggled with this artist. I won't lie. I won't lie, guys. Um, you need some more bops. Yeah, because I think a few with Lee Kerning and maybe the playlist didn't feel as um, long because there was like really silly songs to yeah. kind of break it up for you. I enjoy a silly song. Tommy Casadelli's not silly. It's not a silly. No, it's not yeah. a silly guy. It's a but, serious dude. So I think he was quite straight to the point, which yeah. is you know okay. I did have fun listening to this playlist though. Shall we get into it? First album was Beyond the Dancing. Yeah, great album title. Beyond the Dancing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the first song was Dream Out Loud. Okay, my first note was Didgeridoo. Oh, yeah. Have this was exciting. Have you heard much Didgeridoo before? Not really. In, in, not not like, in, like incorporated into yeah, albums. Yeah. yeah, so that was quite interesting. So I was like, oh, this is like proper Aussie country. And then it, <laughs> and then it just faded out. And I was like, well, oh. Yeah, well, um, it returns um, quite a bit throughout these songs. And I always write it down. I'm always like, oh, Didgeridoo, Clapsticks. Yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah. Well, um, Troy Cassidale is Indigenous. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yay, representation. First yeah, indigenous we person. We love that. First indigenous person on this podcast. So that's good. Really addresses that in these songs. So this <laughs> first song, Dream Out Loud, right off the bat, it addresses it. It's like a juxtaposition between two people in each verse, black and white people, and kind of asking for everyone to reach out to people regardless of any differences. Yeah. Um, so right, right off the bat... Straight in there. Straight in there. So that's that was a good song to start the playlist because I was, again, this is what we've said before in previous episodes. You kind of knew I kind of knew where I stood with him mm-hmm. and what to expect a little bit, and I I did yeah I did like it. I did write down though that this has a very nineties country sound. It's very there's no like bass in it. <laughs> yeah, so it's all a bit like tinny. Like it's all very. Tinny. Yeah. yeah. That is exactly the right word. Yeah. And it's it's fun. it's hard listening to now because we're so used to so much more bass in our songs. End of the road. Yeah, I like this. This album actually I read because I read the biography for this as well. Um, I actually quite liked this biography. Oh, really? I think I'll read it again close up because when I read the biographies for this, I don't actually have that much time. So I can yeah. flick through and look for actual music related things. But... Yeah, he said that this album, there's like a sadness in this album for him. And I think that this song is kind of encapsulates that a bit. Yeah. But he won Best Male Vocalist for this song. He won a golden guitar for it. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. I think it's a very pretty song. We've got some piano in there too. Yeah, it was a nice... We haven't talked much about piano. No, I feel like it... Well, you're the expert, but I feel like it doesn't feature too much, does it? In Um, a lot of country? It kind of comes and goes. Okay. Yeah, it, it comes in more in like ballad sort of stuff. But, yeah. But I mean, I think a lot of older country music did have a lot of piano. But yeah, you don't hear it as much now. It's no. still there. But yeah, I always get excited when I hear it. I say that about every instrument. <laughs> I'm like, oh, a new instrument. I'm hey. like, oh, a fiddle. Oh, a banjo. Oh, a didgeridoo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think I might just like music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would explain so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this song's... Yeah, it's quite depressing. And it's like... <laughs> this is interesting because he says that about this album, but I would say that the majority of Troy Cassidy songs and albums are very optimistic, like a lot of gratefulness, a lot of mm-hmm. like seeing the beauty in what's around him. So I think it's kind of interesting that this first album, he said he was really like coping with some sad stuff and trying yeah. to put it to rest. Yeah, so it's just about going, like looking forward to the end of the road and what all, like, all the hard work is, is yeah. worth it in the end. 
And I was like, oh, go on. Yeah, you can do it. <laughs> it is so worth it. You've got to put in the hard work. And then the, the next album, True Believer, is Ballad Central. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many ballads. So many ballads. A little, little bit cheesy. Oh, so cheesy. That's this, okay, though. Mm. We like a cheesy ballad. We're yeah. pro cheesy ballad on this podcast. So the first song is Little Things. Mm-hmm. It's the little things that mean so much. Oh, he won Male Vocalist of the Year for this song as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Check him out. Um, I wrote down, it, this song is a ballad and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's it swells. The, it's got the piano. It's got everything. The ad libs, like the, yeah. yeah. You can imagine him like grabbing the air and just <laughs> going for it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was a lot. It. The next kind of couple of songs as well were more power ballady than I was expecting mm-hmm. on a country music playlist yeah and quite oh i'm gonna do it quite musical (laughs) (laughs) you think everything's a musical i just want everything to be a musical i had a question though um Mm -hmm. have you ever carved names into a tree because he mentions that in this song and i always wonder is this something that people actually do no but i've probably done it on some um park yeah or like a A school desk. Yeah, I think. but like I wouldn't do it to a tree. It feels kind of mean to do it to a tree. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I've just recently, next one. True, True believer. believer. Again, ballad. Oh, so good. Although, not sure about his voice on this. I think it was just oh. because it was very power ballad. I actually wasn't sure. I was like, is this song, I think when I was listening to it, I was thinking of the song as being about his now wife. Yeah. Especially after reading the biography because it sounds like she was there right from the start and was like really encouraging and they're still together. Isn't that beautiful? Cute. Just like like what I said with Lee Kernigan, just like that's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> He's got all of these songs from these early albums. And they still probably mean so much yeah, as well. so nice. Ladies in my life. What, what were your thoughts on this? Okay, I wrote the guitar intro to this song, like the finger picking. It's very, very classic what... I was listening to in country music at the time. Okay. Like that it just completely took me back. I was like, oh my goodness, this reminds me of all these other country songs that I was listening to at this time. I like this song. I think it's sweet. I think maybe I just don't like the word ladies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's a really cute song. It's, it's, very about sweet. His, it's about his mom, about his grandma. Yeah. And it goes on to talk about his daughter as well. It's a family mm-hmm. song. It's very nice. I would just like to give a shout out to Troy Cassidy's Nan because she's in a lot of his songs. Yeah. He and talks about his family a lot. Yeah. And reading the biography, she's obviously very important to him. So Irene Catherine Daly, that's her name. Oh, Irene. Irene. Lovely. And this, um, so each verse kind of talks about a different woman. So it starts off with... Nan taking him to school. It's a true story. He also talks about it in the biography. And then he talks about his mom and how she worked on the railroads. She, the line, though, there's a gorgeous line in this verse where his mom's like, I've carried you in my body, I've carried you in my arms, and I'll always carry you in my heart. And I was just like, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. That was a yep. nice lyric. And then, yeah, then the next verse about wife and baby girl. I do like I do like this song quite a lot. I think it's very sweet. And he's talking a lot about how much strength they've given him, but also how they've kind of shown him how to be a bit more sensitive. So I kind of like that he's playing with that strength and sensitivity in this song. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I didn't think about it like that. That was one of my things was, 
Oh, you shouldn't need a woman to teach you how to be sensitive. <laughs> it was but, the 90s, Amy. <laughs> I would like to posit that Troy Castadaly is a Hufflepuff. Oh, interesting. Why? Um, because, like you said, he's very optimistic and like, or did I say that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like I said, he's very optimistic and very family-oriented and I don't know. He's just like got like a sweet kind of vibe. I think he's a Hufflepuff. Okay, I agree. That yeah. sounds that sounds good. I feel like every week I'm the one making the case, and, and then just I like, just yeah. run it by the, the <laughs> British person in residence. I'm like, I approve. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all we need. The next song, Barroom Roses. I can't tell if I like this song or not. I I don't. It's no, so I don't. classic. This is a classic country song. So. Yeah, this is the the kind of country song I was waiting for. for yeah. After the first couple of songs, I was like, "When is this going to happen?" And is, then this was it. This is every like so many country songs, either the songs or the videos set in a bar, and this is just it's right there. You can yeah. picture the music video, like everyone's dancing, maybe doing some line dancing. Yeah. You can line dance to this song. Oh, Troy Cassidy's on the little stage in the corner singing about the barroom roses and who's going to take these women home. <laughs> it's just a bit. Bit of an odd song. Yeah, I couldn't quite get the um so the barroom roses are women. Yeah. And all they need is love to bloom. Is that the I, metaphor? That's, that's what I kinda got from it. Yeah. Was um, they just need uh just it I just seemed know. a bit This idea of um songs set in barrooms and about the women in the barrooms, I'm like do women just go to bars by themselves and hang out until it closes? Is that something that happens? I've never done that. I mean, maybe in country Australia. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Is it a thing? I'm not really a bar person, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. I feel like every time I go into a pub, though, it's mostly blokes. So I don't really know where this is coming from. It just seemed a bit strange that it was all about a woman needing someone to come and sweep her off her feet and go yeah. save her and it's let her It's a bit heteronormative, bloom. too. It's like, yeah. maybe she's not waiting for you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Keep walking. Maybe she's waiting for Sunday Lushes to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so not not the not the biggest fan of that one. I loved the sound though, like because it was just so. Yeah, the sound is so. Every country. time you put your quotation marks up and say "typical country," this is what <laughs> this is what you're talking about. Big River. Yep. Two thousand and two. We're we in the north. The two thousand. They don't make them like that anymore. Okay. I kind of reject this principle. We've talked about this before of glorifying the old days and things from the old days. Yeah. So I was really worried that that was what it was. When I first saw the title, title of this, I was worried. I think it does all right, though. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. annoy me. I do think. So it's talking about all of these amazing Australians. Yeah. Who uh, have questions? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I've, <laughs> I've written them all out. Great news. But I'm just kind of like, I do think. We make them like that. Like, I still think there are all of these amazing people in Australia currently yeah. <laughs> doing amazing things. I, th- you just haven't looked at them from the perspective of the future yet. <laughs> Does that make sense? So the first verse is about Don Bradman, the cricketer. Slim Dusty is the second verse. Oh, I know that person. Yay! <laughs> sort of in the third verse, he just lists a whole bunch of names. So I've written them all down. Albert Namajira, he's an Indigenous artist. Have you ever seen? Okay. No. Betty Cuthbert. 
Oh, this is the other thing. There's a pretty good split of men and women here. Yeah. And I appreciated that because I was, once I started listening to the list, I was like, oh my God, just start listing all these men. And then there was actually a really good split. I appreciate that, Mr. Troy Cassadaly. Betty Cuthbert is an Olympic runner. Okay. Fred Hollows is an ophthalmologist who started this foundation. Johnny O'Keefe is a rock and roll musician. The first Australian rock and roller to tour the US. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Straight from Wikipedia, that line is. (laughs) Dawn Fraser was an Olympic swimmer. We've got Charles Kingsford Smith, who was an aviator, who did the first Australian to New Zealand flight and the first nonstop flight crossing the Australian mainland. Oh, wow. Is that? I actually hadn't heard of half of these people. Yeah, (laughs) I have not heard of any of them. Banjo Patterson is a poet and he wrote Waltzing Matilda. And then, I'm sorry, but we've got... Mum Sherl, who I'd never heard of before, and I'm going to link to her Wikipedia page because she's a freaking badass. Oh. So, first of all, she's an Indigenous woman from Wiradjuri country, born in my hometown, and I've never heard of her. No way. Excuse oh. me, where is the monument to this amazing lady? Please and thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um. So, basically, she was a social worker, humanitarian activist, committed to justice and welfare, of Aboriginal Australians. She was a founding member of the Aboriginal Legal Service, the Aboriginal Medical Service, the Aboriginal Tent Embassy, the Aboriginal Children's Service, and the Aboriginal Housing Company in Redfern. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Busy lady, love it. She didn't attend regular school because she had epilepsy. So she was taught by her grandfather and learned 16 different Aboriginal languages. Whoa. She began to visit Aboriginal people in jail after one of her brothers was incarcerated and discovered that her visits were beneficial to other prisoners as well. Her community activism also saw her accompanying Indigenous people who were unfamiliar with the legal system to court when they had been charged with a crime. Her nickname, Mum Sherl, came from her habit of replying, I'm his mum, whenever officials queried her relationship with the prisoners. I'm just what, like... What an amazing woman. What an amazing woman. I'm so mad I've never heard of her. She was literally born... In your in, hometown. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Colleen Shirley Perry Smith, otherwise known as Mum Sherl. So, excuse me, hometown, if you're listening, where is a monument to this kick-ass <laughs> person? I really enjoy how you're... Addressing the entire town. Absolutely. The entire town listens. <laughs> oh, it's not just me learning. You are learning I'm, as well. I'm learning as well. I learned about half of those people. So we're on to uh, one of the first songs of mm-hmm. Far Too Many about <gasps> trains. Far Too Many. Are you kidding me? I love a song about a train. Hmm. There are so many country songs about trains and I am here for it. What is the obsession with trains? Okay, so I was trying to look into this. Because I had the exact same question. (laughs) I mean, I love a song about a train. I think maybe just because so much of country music comes from this old time music, folk music, blues music, that was probably all coming to life around the same time that trains were just a massive part of infrastructure. Okay. So, like, they'd be your main way to get around, to look for work. See, I just thought, oh, maybe it's because nothing much happens in a country no, town. I so think, you just I wait for the train just to I think it just might be that it's hard for us in 2020 to fully realise how important the infrastructure of trains were back in the day. They're pretty huge. They're pretty spectacular, I guess, when they come past. When I was studying in Sydney, I had to catch the train home because I didn't take my car to Sydney because I had nowhere to park it. I had to catch the train from Sydney over the mountains to Lithgow and then... 
I would have to catch a bus from Lithgow train station to Bathurst and then someone would have to pick me up from Bathurst and we'd still have to drive the remaining hour and a half to get to my hometown. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on that bloody train and let me tell wow. you, I was ready to write a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> See, in the UK, we just, I, I think our train system is so good. We don't really wait unless we're waiting on the platform for them humble brag much smaller country to cover with your train system (laughs) yeah fair um anyway yeah so this is our first of many train songs this one's a bit silly saying that like it's it's is literally just about how much he likes trains yes but i was actually wondering if i would learn why joy cancelli sings so much about trains Mm -hmm. and i did so his pop worked on the railway yeah and his mum worked on the railway. Yeah, so it's a big part of Big part of his upbringing. That kind of explains it a little bit because I was curious why he had so many in particular. Um, but, yeah, I'm here for it. See, I love it. I, I do get that because my granddad used to work on the trains as well. Mm-hmm. But I don't write songs about them. Well, you don't write songs about <laughs> anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> True. But so I, I, I kind of liked thinking about it, that song like that, because I was like, oh, my granddad worked on the trains. That, mm-hmm. was, that was a nice little link. Um, so it kind of reminded me of my granddad telling me about what I used to do and getting excited about like what route mm-hmm. on the train I took. Next song, super sad. When a small town dies. Yeah, this was oh, really sad. I do love a sad song about a small town. It's about how like what the town's gone through and yeah. just watching it fade away. Yeah, just like industry's kind of shutting down. Yeah, which, moving away. which I think is... Every time I go back to my hometown, does the main shopping area just get getting smaller, yeah, smaller and smaller? And smaller. Yeah, this song's a real bummer. Last year, <laughs> it's pretty though. Yeah. I like it. It's got a mandolin in it that's highlighted, and oh, love a mandolin. I <laughs> <laughs> love oh, every God. instrument. <laughs> but it did. It did actually inspire me to. I kind of want to do a road trip now and just visit all the little yeah. dying small towns and just. I don't know, help them with their businesses yeah. and go buy them a coffee from there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's... <laughs> that's such a good idea for a road trip, I think. There are actually Instagram accounts that highlight rural businesses that you can support. Um, like, especially, uh, a lot of them started up when we were having the massive drought in New South Wales and then also now with the bushfires. Mm. So, to anyone listening, check them out. Yeah, spend with them and buy from the bush are two Instagram accounts that kind of showcase small businesses from areas uh, that have been drought affected or bushfire affected. If you do want to do what Amy suggested and support some small town businesses. Who wants to come on a road trip with me? What a good accidental segue. Yeah. So we move on to Brighter Day. Yep. From 2005. Yeah. He's quite quick at releasing albums actually, isn't he? he's got quite a lot. (laughs) So this song, Going Back Home, that's cute. You liked it? A little bit of mosh. Didn't make me cry, but a little bit emotional because it was talking about going back to your hometown and just... Under sad circumstances too. Yeah, Yeah. well, yeah. I think it's for a funeral in this Yeah. The first verse about the old car made me smile because two cars that I've owned have been from 1975 and 1980 respectively. (laughs) Um, So I really related to this line. I've been driving every back road, me and this old car with one headlight working. It's only overheated three times so far. And I guess that's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. relatable <laughs> the idea of just going back to your hometown and mm. where everything's just familiar isn't it you kind yeah. of you know where you go in you know the streets you need to go down and and it's kind of like a support network there like i think in one verse he's going back because of he's a bit heartbroken mm, and yeah the last verse i think is uh for the funeral so yeah 
The yeah. next song did actually make me cry, Lonesome But Free. It's one I liked, but I didn't... I really like this song. This is such a classic country sound to me. I think that's Casey Chambers on the backing vocals. I was going to ask about that because yeah. I really liked that. She's got a, vo- a really good voice for songs about being lonesome, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, it worked well. Yeah, no, yeah. The, the two of, their two voices worked really nicely. So this song, uh, in the biography, it says that it was written about his uncle who was charged and sent to jail and then there was this kind of shame around that in the family. The protagonist of this song is leaving his home because of his family, like he shamed his family and they're not letting him come back and he's like, I'm all by myself but I'm free at the moment. Yeah. And it's it's really, it's just got this, such a classic sad country music sound and it made me cry. It's beautiful. Wow. I think this is a song that you can definitely look at with lots of different perspectives. Like yeah. if we apply the same narrative to this that I did to Scots of the Riverina back in our Lee Koenigan episode yeah. where I was like, oh, uh, what if this person's been kicked out because they're queer? Yeah. Like I think that idea of lonesome but free, like I'm I'm not wanted where I came from, but I get to be myself right now. Yeah, and like, I can I just carry on. I think this is a really versatile song and I just, I think it's gorgeous. I love it a lot. Yeah, it speaks to this many different levels. Rivertown. Um, this one's kind of like got a dancehall vibe. It's a bit of a bop. It's like an old school it's dance. <laughs> it's so bouncy. It made it made the town sound really like a party town and yeah, it made me want to go. It was really celebratory. Yeah. Much like Trains, Trey Cassidy sings a lot of songs that are like reference rivers. Um, so he's from Grafton, which is on the Clarence River. Which so is? all of that makes sense now. Oh, it's in New South Wales. Do you want me to bring it up on the map? So we're up to my favourite album, Long Way Home. This is the album that I remember listening to the most when I was younger. Oh, Okay. Mm-hmm. 2009. Yeah, this is what, when I think of Troy Cassadelli, this is the album I think of. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first song yeah. is River Road. Yeah. Another river. Yeah. So yeah, what was your take on this song? It's like, he's telling a story, right? About yeah. just all the kind of people he meets along the river. Because that's think, what I got from it. I actually think that River Road might be, because the three verses kind of each tell a different story. The first one I think is an unplanned pregnancy mm. and the family sends the daughter away because they don't want to be shamed by this unplanned pregnancy. So I think uh, River Road might actually be the road out of town. Oh, okay. So it's people leaving because of these massive circumstances in their life. Right. So I'm either thinking of it as that or it's just kind of like the fringe area of this town where people kind of go. Yeah, that's, that's what I kind of thought. I thought it was just about the people you met. But actually the road, yeah, the leaving. Yeah, I think it's the road out because especially that first verse with that daughter being taken away. Bringing disgrace like, on wow. the family. Yeah. Um, bit much. Yeah. <laughs> it's official. Amy's official take. It's a bit much. Okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you can tell a Brit is really annoyed. Bit much. <laughs> it's a bit much. <laughs> But I love the sound of this song. It's kind of got this really cool, like, rolling feel to it. That's why I felt it was very storytelling. You just mm. went with the song and yeah. I'm doing this weird thing it on my Kind of carried you along like a river almost. Wow, look at the connections Whoa. we're making. And then Born to Survive. Did you love this? How good is this harmonica? Oh, my God, so much harmonica. <laughs> so much harmonica. <laughs> no, I liked the song because it was just getting on with it, surviving the land, surviving your heartbreak as well yeah. was part of it. John Deere is a tractor. Did you get that? Oh, I had no idea. There's an old John Deere underneath it. Oh, uh, yeah. 
But I, okay, that's all right. I was worried it was a tree. <laughs> you guys named trees we named weirdly. We named that tree John Deere, that one over there. Just that one specific one. It's not the entire species of the tree. It's just that one specific tree we've named it John Deere. We've carved that name into the tree. <laughs> cool. But the thing that I like about this song is the instrumentation and how it builds. So it starts off kind of sparse. It's The harmonica is leading it and then it's kind of got this... Um, this drum, like this kind of sharp drum and then the guitars and then it just kind of builds and gets really strong and I think it's amazing. Okay. So I, I think I like the sound of this song more than I connect to the actual lyrics. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think it's great. 40 Miles? Yeah, 40 Miles. So I actually really like this song. It's another slowy though, isn't it? Yeah. You- <laughs> oh, I sounded <laughs> – I'm sorry, you've Another. been mocking my Australian accent, but your British <laughs> slang really comes out strong. A bit slow, isn't it? 40 Miles is kind of talking about this familiar stretch of road. Mm-hmm. Where I grew up, my dad's house is like 15 to 20 minute drive into town. And by the time I got my license and was driving to school and back every day, that stretch of road, I can just picture it so clearly in my head. So this song was actually really, once I made that connection, it was really interesting to listen to because, like, I totally get it. Like, I could... You know what you're doing. It's all automatic because you're yeah, used to it's, it. Yeah, it's like you're on autopilot yeah. the whole way home. 40 miles isn't that far, though. Well, it won't take a day. It won't it's take a, long, a day. It's a long, long way. I don't think it is a long, long way. No. How, what, what is it? Sometimes oh, yeah, you, you do, Sometimes even, our country songs talk about miles and I've got no idea what they're bloody talking about. Yes, yeah, I don't know. And I kilometers. get it. I get it because miles rhymes better than kilometers or Ks or clicks. Clicks, <laughs> as we learned in the Fanny Lumsden episode. Yeah. 64.3738 Ks. Very So 65 specific. Ks. Yeah, so that's not far. It's not far at all. About an hour's drive. No, it's not. An not hour. even an hour. It's not an hour. What are you talking Pens about? Are... I mean, I'm I'm thinking of country, so you'd be at 100 k's an hour. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm thinking the speed limit of 60 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Look, anywhere between a half hour and an hour. <laughs> a half hour. <laughs> it's oh, a half right. an hour. Obviously. <laughs> Okay, the next song was Long Way Home. That was, This is an interesting one. It's kind of bluesy. Well, I wrote Rocky, but yeah, I'm still getting yeah, okay. used to the different <laughs> different country terms. I don't know. Okay, bluesy. We'll mm-hmm. go for bluesy. I enjoyed the sound to this. Yeah. It was a good... It's kind um, of a silly so. song. I was wondering if you'd like it or not. Well, the protagonist annoyed me in this song, though. Yeah, the protagonist, you don't want to live with this protagonist. No, so you, you give, give him a list of things to do and he does the exact opposite. <laughs> he just doesn't do any of the lists. So it was like, mm-hmm. feed the cat or something My like favorite part or... is like, he lets the fish out and feeds the cat. Which is... Not okay. If you're leaving yeah. someone in your house to get to do some tasks. You said we need a bread. I hit the tackle shop instead. Yeah. No, I'm just do as you're told. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had one job. Yeah. Like, And then you take the long way home to avoid To avoid home. the confrontation. No, yeah, it annoyed me. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 100% correct to be annoyed at the protagonist of this song, but this is a fun song. It I like is, it. <laughs> it is a silly song, but... It did annoy me. My dreaming place. Cry. Makes me cry. Didgeridoo is back. The didgeridoo's back. So are the clapsticks. Love that. Yeah. I I love that. The fact that there's didgeridoo. Like, oh, so good. I love every line in this song. I think it's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you didn't didn't connect to it? No. What about this? I feel like I see my nana's pretty green eyes in the Nambucca River and I start to cry. For a Gumbingi woman with pride and grace taking me back to my dreaming place. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. 
you were, you're tearing you were up. I think this song is so gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really, really sweet. And it's also just really relaxing. A lot of this album, I don't know if it's just because I know it so well, but I can just put it on and it's actually kind of calming for me, this album. <laughs> Recommend. <laughs> really? I was really anxious the other day when I was listening to it and I was like, oh, this is actually really calming me down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... But I think there's so much emotion in that song. I'm, I just don't know how you wouldn't Sorry. be able to... Con- maybe by the time you got to this on the playlist, you're a bit over it. <laughs> I was like, not another slow song. No, but it's followed up by a banger of a train song. This is my favourite train song. This is... I wish I was... A, no, just wish I was a train. Wish I was a train. This wish is, I was a train with Paul Kelly. This is my Kelly. favourite train song. First of all, Paul Kelly's back and there's a kick-ass <laughs> harmonica to lead us into this tune paul kelly is we talked about him on the shane nicholson yeah. episode because he was i think he wrote this song with troy cassidy so it, it, the song is literally about them mm-hmm. wanting to be trained but it was it did get dark for a second yeah because a train don't weep a train don't feel heartache sadness or pain so yeah. when i die better let my spirit ride on the boxcar of an overrolling train i know every lyric to this song i love it i bloody that, love it love it's it. bloody brilliant bloody brilliant <laughs> Always brought me comfort. I think it's very straightforward. It's a very, very straightforward song. The only bit I did like was the no emotion and no weep. I yeah. was you were like got oh, it, yeah. got it there, grounded. I understand where it's coming. I from I understand now. why you want to be a train, but yeah. also he says in his biography, he's like most people wish they were birds or something so they could fly away, but I've always just wished I was a train. <laughs> I like that this song has come from a real place because I love it. I think it's great. It's uh, honestly so bizarre to me. So bizarre. So bizarre. Okay, yeah. if you could be any form of transportation, what would you be? Um, My first what? thought was a Melbourne tram because I still find them kind of like a novelty, but you'd be stuck on the same track. Oh, uh, yeah. And no, also you'd want to be an air-conditioned one because some of them aren't. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Which is an issue. I mm-hmm. would be uh, a plane. All of those carbon emissions, maybe. <laughs> not very environmentally friendly i'll be the most environmentally friendly train plane maybe i'll be an electric car oh did you car. hear me i said train i didn't even mean to oh oh, oh that is this brainwashing you oh god oh electric car the electric car okay the next song was make the most of every day with you did you cry uh this is the one that i thought would make you cry because it talks yeah, about his it's son gorgeous. yeah songs about kids <laughs> i was like oh there we go yeah that's a crier this song I think it's beautiful. It really, it's just such an honest feeling. Yeah, it's a nice message because it's just about making the most of every day. Like good things don't last long, I think, is one of the lyrics or something. And just living every day just as is. I think it's gorgeous. It makes me cry. I think that's one of the reasons I love this album so much, actually, because it's got some of these gorgeous songs on it. Yeah, that one was good. Everything's going to be all right. Yeah, this is kind of like a gospel I was this song. You weren't expecting it? I was not expecting it at all. So the first bit sounds quite a different sound anyway to start off with. So a bit like, oh, where are we going with this? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden there's like a gospel choir. There's like ad-libbing and like riffs going on in the background. Oh, yeah. Love it. It's big. Mm. It's uh, Yeah, it's a big song. You like a big song. Uh, Yeah. I just wanted to be in the choir and just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Quite optimistic. Very optimistic. He's an optimistic fellow. He's not He's not melancholy like Shane Nicholson. <laughs> he's not a Shane Nicholson. It's weird because he's very optimistic, but a lot of the songs are slow and you get the kind of sad vibe from them. Mm-hmm. But this song... I don't get a sad vibe at all. I just think maybe you... Are I'm you just, an optimistic person no, in general? Not at all. <laughs> See, I, I think I'm an optimistic person, but I don't necessarily like 
happy songs that much. So <laughs> <laughs> listening to That's- a full playlist to Troy Casadelli, I was like, he's so like grateful. I just got <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy with the world. He's I love just it. a delightful man and I'm just like it's just too much happiness for me. <laughs> but this song I liked it. I think there's actually quite a few kind of gospel inspired songs Mm. like from this point onwards. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's very interesting to me because I'd never picked up on it before. Well, I just, I actually didn't even, I had to double check that he'd written this song because I was like, oh, is this like a gospel song like that he's covered? But no, he wrote it. Yeah. And it's just a nice message that Mm. everything is going to be all right. Things happen. Everything will be all right in the end. Yeah. You just get on with it. Last mile home. It actually got me a bit of mosh. Oh, really? It's a, it's a crier one. Oh. I know. It was just really cute because it's just about the the last mile home. You're getting closer and closer to yeah. home. It just made me think, oh, that's cute. That's interesting because I actually feel like that's what 40 miles feels like to me. Yeah. So I feel like you found that emotion, but in another <laughs> in song. In another song. <laughs> We'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find. We'll, we'll, oh, no, we have had one song that we've both cried at. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like we're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> we're allowed that, right? Yeah, like um, one of the reasons that, like, I feel like we could have culled this playlist down a lot more to talk about, but we were each, like, taken by different songs, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, it just made me feel all warm and fuzzy. It was cute. Yeah. We love it. Sing about this country. Mm-hmm. I... Very much enjoyed this song. It's a bit of a bop, hey? Yeah, like a bit it. of a bop. You like an upbeat one. Yeah, it was nice. Again, another little upbeat one finally yeah. <laughs> on the playlist. <laughs> it just kind of comes up and up yeah. and down. But this was nice to have a little bit of a bop too. Yeah. And also, I feel like this song needed to be a bucket list for me of all the different oh, things that he, he yeah. talks about in the song. Absolutely. And Kakadu, I've been to Kakadu. I've ticked oh, that one exciting. off. None of the other little things he mentioned. I think oh. one of them is Watch the Rain over Uluru mm-hmm. and it was not rainy at all it was very hot when I was there <laughs> but no this was a good one I enjoyed this what about chasing rodeo as soon as I saw the title I was like here we go have <laughs> you ever been to a rodeo no is is that we have a rodeos thing here? here yeah oh okay so I've I did not know been, that though. why why, why do you have, have rodeos well they they I mean I don't know why does anyone have a rodeo <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I kind of want to go but I also don't because I feel like I just get frustrated yeah oh, like i feel like it's too chaotic for me yeah that's what i would th- be too many people and too, too many people too loud i think i'd also get on. annoyed about the animals <laughs> yeah of course um it's it's very cheesy it's a bit too cheesy for me. i like this song it's got this kind of bluegrass vibe in the background it's very like it's kind of got this chaotic bluegrass music yeah carrying this song i like the song but again, like I've never been to a rodeo, so I'm not entirely. This isn't the last song about rodeos that we'll have on this podcast, though. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah, I think there's like a rodeo circuit. So if you compete, you do the whole circuit and you're traveling around and you're trying to get the prize money and right. stuff like that. Should I mean, we go? More like community events. Because should we go to one? Just sort of like a fact finding mission. Maybe. For the socials, for the gram. Maybe, maybe we should go to one. What do you think, listeners? Should we go to a rodeo? Should we go to a rodeo? Have you been to a rodeo? Is there good food? Will there be vegetarian <laughs> options? We're going for the food. That's all we care about. If there's good food, though. Yeah. But, yeah, it's got to have veggie options. Yeah, because yeah. we're city slickers. <laughs> we're those. We're those kind of people. <laughs> Sorry. The next song on the playlist was I Love This Place. Makes me cry. Bloody love it. It's beautiful. My wife is my life. Oh, yeah, I know. It's so sweet. That bit got me, but the yeah. rest of it was a bit... This, right. this song 
It makes me cry. B is so catchy. It gets stuck in my head. Like you literally heard me singing it as you yeah. came upstairs. Yeah. I love it. I think it's beautiful. I see the sun is shining on your face. I love this place. I kind of like the start too where he's like, I'm a good man, I think. <laughs> I just think it's good to have a bit of self-reflection. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just check in. <laughs> a casual bit of self-doubt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I love this place. Like, I love this physical place that we're in. I love this place that I'm in in my life. It's another one. It was, it was okay. It was okay. Okay, let's let's up the tempo a bit. Did you like the next one? <laughs> Ain't gonna change for you. <laughs> I love this. This is fun. It sounded, it was a bit of a strange sounding song. It kind of winds up almost. That's how it feels. It was a bop. Yeah, <laughs> no, a bop. it was a bou- another ba- bouncy one. Yeah. I liked the message. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, I ain't going to change for you. And it's like, yeah, that's a good message. But then it plays it out with these really stereotypical complaints. And I just think it's so funny. Yeah. I Do you know what, though? I really like the... You can tell word? me that you like the female voice again. <laughs> There's three female yeah, voices in this. This is the McClime ones. Oh, it worked really well with yeah. the sound of the song. And again, this was another one where I didn't know what where the sound was going or what was really happening in the song. Yeah, I love and then it. these singers came out. Yeah, I think it's really fun. It's it's such it a full really well. song. It's the lyrics make me smile. They're kind of tongue in cheek. Mm. Definitely don't think the two people, two characters in this song should be together. I think they should break up. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that ship has sailed. It's like fast cars, guitars, smoky bars, that's all I hear her say. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, it was an interesting one. Do you know what it reminds me of? You know Johnny Cash, yeah? Yeah. You know the song Jackson? No. Anyway, it just wow. it kind of reminded me of Jackson because there's like this relationship in this song. It's kind of snarky and a bit like, I like you, but I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> so we're on to another album now. We're on to Home. 2012. 2012. Oh, it's the year I graduated. So, play. I love how just straight to the point this <laughs> song. song is. <laughs> okay. So this is a song about this dad saying to his son, you want to play guitar? You're going to get the girls. You're going you're gonna to practice all day. Keep it in your hands all day. That's how you get the girls. Is it though? Worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Toy Casadelli, you don't mention any female guitarists in this song. You list like a whole bunch of men. It's a bit of a blokey song. Rude. So rude. Okay, what about like Bonnie Raitt or maybe Mabel Carter or like Joni Mitchell even? I'm just like, <laughs> so yeah, he mentions like Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton and Chet Atkins. And I'm like, excuse me, get some gender equality in here. Yeah. The next song on the playlist, Home. Home. This is a sweet song. This is a cute reminiscy. Yeah. It's very particular to him and very personal. Yeah. It's nice. Like yearning for the hometown and... Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, actually, I wrote down, because you mentioned this before, I think there's a reference to, like, when um, a cement truck comes and, like, pours a foundation and, like, signing your name in it. Yeah. Which is what you tried to do in St. Kilda the other day, but you chickened out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Excuse me, technological overlord, she did chicken out. It didn't actually happen. It didn't happen. (laughs) I just touched it. (laughs) Well, we did that back at... Um, my dad's place. When yeah. We poured, ever we poured concrete, we would like carve our names in the stick. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. Um. So that kind of made me laugh. But yeah, it's very, very sweet. All of these details that remind him of home. And then we got good times starting over, which is a bit of a party song. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed this one. It's pretty fun. Just 
continuing party after the party's finished. Yeah, we're still rocking, so why roll over now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just keep that party going. Do you know what cracked me up? He references margaritas in this song. Oh my gosh, yeah. It just made me laugh. I'm like picturing Trey Cassidy. He's like, uh, the margaritas are on the blend. And I'm just like, Trey Cassidy, are you drinking margaritas at your house party? That's bloody brilliant. That sounds like a great house party. That's so fun. <laughs> what a party. Yeah, I want to go to it. I want to go to his party. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. But no, this was a good upbeat song. Yeah. yeah. I think every song that comes on this playlist is upbeat. I'm like, yes. Um, no, but this one was, it was just a funny, silly song yeah. about having a good, good time and a good party and then we move on to freedom freedom, freedom ride, ride which i think is maybe my second favorite album oh i okay. really enjoyed this album got another train song you ready for it's it another something another about trains i like this train, train song because this train song kind of explains why all of the other train songs have happened <laughs> i just can't believe there's another train song this one's co-written with peter dennehy who writes some bloody brilliant songs i can't wait to talk about him yeah so this song just kind of talks about all of the memories he has around the train tracks and yeah. the railway yard and stuff. There's a funny line where he's like, me and Jenny wagging class. <laughs> Which wagging. Me, yeah, wagging. I was wondering, do you guys call it wagging as well? No. I know what my... So it's bunking off. Bunking. Bunk off. Mm-hmm. Bunk off class or skip skip class. Yeah. <laughs> wagging. Do you ever do it? I never wagged class. I think I did. Yeah? Bit of a rebel? I think I my think, girlfriend did. I think my girlfriend whacked most of her clothes. Really? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I was a bit of a goody two-shoes. I wasn't very exciting. It, that kind of made me smile because my sister's name's Jenny. And I was like, <laughs> I don't think my sister Jenny would have whacked class. But you know no. what? She's probably listening. She listened to our Shane Nicholson episode. Aww. So let me know, Jenny. I would say it's my second favourite of the train songs. <laughs> but it's just the fact it's like, there's something about trains. What? No, there's nothing about trains. It's a train. <laughs> Um, and then we've got Freedom Ride and Paul Kelly's back. Hey, Paul Kelly. Hey, Paul Kelly. What are you doing here? You're writing some great songs with Mr. Troy Castell. You two are a great team. I like this song. Do you know what this song's about? Important rights. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do I? <laughs> so there was a 1965 Freedom Ride where a uni student group rode a bus inland from Sydney and protested segregated areas. Love it. Yeah, and it was led by Charlie Perkins. Shout out Charlie Perkins. Gets a shout out in this song even. Inspired by the Freedom Riders of the American Civil Rights Movement, at one point their bus was rammed into by an unidentified driver forcing them off the road. Wow. Anyway, I do really like this song. I love a song that can kind of wrap up most of a single story in the song. I think it's really clever. I think it's actually quite hard to do. Um, and I love the harmonica in this again. Yeah. Um, and I just love the sense of movement. Any song that's about like traveling, I just love when it's got a really good sense of movement. It did to it. make me laugh though, the one lyric that's like, all aboard. All <laughs> aboard like, the freedom oh, ride. Trains. Trains. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a bus. It was a bus. Oh, all I aboard just... the freedom ride. Oh, they off. Fight for justice. Fight for pride. It was good. I enjoyed Yeah, I like it. <laughs> And then next we've got Black Mountain. Didgeridoo. Yes. Okay, now, have you ever heard the song Wayfaring Stranger? This song gave me such strong, like, Wayfaring Stranger vibes. It's really eerie. It's really like a gospel song. Okay. Yeah, so Black Mountain, it's, yeah, it's kind of eerie, isn't it? It's like, it kind of gave me goosebumps. Very eerie. So, such an interesting sound to this song. Yeah. Um, I really liked it when it started. It's just, yeah, kind of creepy. It has the didgeridoo and the clap sticks and it's, yeah, it's just gorgeous. It's kind of 
dark and kind of forbidden and yeah, it just kind of, I don't know which mountain in particular it's speaking about, but I'm assuming that there's been like something's happened there that's not a great story. Yeah. And um, yeah, so there's just kind of this, this air around it of darkness shadowiness yeah like feeling a bit wary about it yeah but airy it's really gorgeous i love this song yeah it's a very clever song but the the sound like just the story of that and the actual sound of the song is all creepy it's very i've really enjoyed i'm really interested in this gospel sound that's come through since um everything's gonna be all right yeah i never actually i hadn't heard black mountain before this playlist um, so I, I don't really connect Troy Cassidy with this kind of gospel sound in my mind. Oh, interesting. But I think he does it really well. Yeah. And then next we've got This Day, which made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did, because it's about his kids. I mean, yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of, you know how Lisa's got her, uh, what am I grateful for today in her bullet journal? Yeah. <laughs> this song reminds me of that. <laughs> Shout out to Lisa if you're listening. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> cute Um, yeah it is very just this is it's just an average day in his life and just talking about things that he's grateful for and beauty in it yeah and the little things again just such optimistic dude love it okay then we go on to the album things i carry around yes which is also the title of the biography as well oh Mm -hmm. really and it's the title of the first song we're talking about yeah this song makes me cry Oh my god! How many songs <laughs> made you cry? More than I thought. I didn't realize, wow. but I have. Um, I'm very sentimental about things. Like I like to scrapbook and keep things. Yeah. So whenever people write songs about just kind of delving into the sentimentality behind something, like I, I really relate. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the first verse in this song talks about physical things. Um, the second verse talks about kind of painful memories that he carries around. The third verse talks about regrets that he carries around. And then the fourth verse talks about the photos in his wallet that he carries around. It's cute. It's a very well-constructed song. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's just saying about how he wouldn't be the man he is today without all of these little bits and bobs happening in his life. Yeah. Which is true. I think this song's got like a really classic country sound. It reminds me of Gentle On My Mind, kind of. Do you know that one? (laughs) (laughs) I, I used to be very sentimental. I'm not not as bad now. Because oh, you travel around. You can't <laughs> I keep live. anything anymore. Yeah, I'm not allowed to keep things. I have a backpack. Yeah, so it's quite hard actually because I'm very much like, oh, I want to keep everything mm-hmm. and I don't want to, I don't like throwing things away. If anyone's interested, it was the verse about the regrets that made me cry because <laughs> he talks about disappointing his mum. Oh. And I was just like, oh, my oh. goodness. It's really sad. When my daddy played. Yeah. This is a really cute song. It's really quite sweet. Yeah. It's, I think this song, I think reading the biography really adds to this song just because Troy Cassidy talks a lot about his family dynamics and um, staying with his dad and then living with his mom and uh, how much time he spent with his nan. I think it really adds an element to these songs. As so much of them are about his family. Yeah, definitely. And he just wants to hear his dad play guitar. Mm-hmm. And just like sing to him and play, yeah. and it's really cute. It's and it really made sweet. it reminded me when my dad used to play guitar, oh, really? and we'd sit and like be like, "Dad, play this." And it, it what I mean is not great. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> what but, songs? Uh, we'd always ask for him to play "Puff the Magic Dragon." Oh my God, love "Puff the Magic Dragon." Yeah, he I was always good at that. My year two teacher used to play that on the guitar. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did he always used to play? Running, running. I kind of liked this one. 
Actually, the first time I listened, I didn't realize it was about a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you not? No. So I have this thing where I kind of really relate to songs that are about like getting the hell out of a situation yeah. or maybe a town or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which he does talk about later in this song. And then I was listening to it again and it's literally about getting a car up and running and then taking it. Yeah. Somewhere. And it's like a road trip to get out of the small town. Yeah. Like. So those songs always get me, but then it's kind of got more of a rock sound. It is literally yeah. about a car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's nice to be about a car so it might not. Maybe it train. is about a ute. Now, Shadows on the Hill is a new song. It's not from an album. It's from a Greatest Hits. Oh, okay. But it was a new song for the Greatest Hits album. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I was looking, trying to place it. Yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. That makes that makes sense then. This okay. song pairs really well with Black Mountain. And yeah. It's got that super eerie gospel sound. Yeah. Yeah. This song's about a massacre. Yeah. Uh, out it's in very Rafton. sad. Yeah. It's awful. It gives me goosebumps, this one. Yeah. It's uh, it's another kind of real creepy song. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting that in Black Mountain and Shadows on the Hill, instead of delving into like telling the details of a story, he, he kind of creates more of a sense of space and like the lingering darkness that's on a space. Yeah. So um, I saw that I tried to look up some interviews and stuff and I saw that um, as a child, Troy Castelli was told not to swim near a certain section of river, but didn't actually realize a, there was a massacre there until relatively recently. Oh. And then he wrote the song, always having this wariness of this space and then connecting it back to just a horrific event yeah oh that's a lot yeah it is a lot this song won heritage song of the year in 2019 oh that's good i i love these troy cassadaly songs that are really really eerie and really bring in the yes like creepy sound and it's quite a quiet song as well like there's not there's not kind of much not not going it's, on, but I, I've written down. It's a really interesting blend because he's got the clap sticks with the banjo, and I think the banjo has the capability to be quite creepy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, so yeah, I just think it's I think it's a beautiful song. Yeah, very clever. Yeah, gave me such goosebumps. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well done, Troy <laughs> Gazzadeli. Yeah, I think he writes beautiful songs. I think maybe you just like more of an upbeat song. I don't think you, unlike, like, I think I can really sit with some slower, more sentimental songs and just kind of get carried yeah. away with it. Um, whereas I think you might need a bit more of a bop. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of Troy Castelli albums that I really love and I am going to listen to. I'll, I'll always love Long Way Home as an album. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed I Love This Place as an album. And... There were a few songs here and there that I really loved. I though these kind of gospel inspired songs I'm loving. I think that I was surprised that you didn't get into the train songs, honestly, because oh. you got really into the Ute songs. Yeah, but oh, I don't know. Just trains just don't do it for me. I'm afraid. I don't do it for <laughs> <laughs> trains do it for me. I love a train. <laughs> As always, we will be finishing up with each of our top three songs from this episode. Please let us know your favourites on social media. You can find us at CDU Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and Country Down Under on Facebook. So you want to know my top three? I would really love to know your That'd top be three. Awkward if you didn't. Number one, Last Mile Home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your top three songs are always a surprise to me. Yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just like to just keep surprising you. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, number two, 
sing about this country. Uh-huh. Because for me, that was like a bucket list of yeah, what I need to do. Yeah, a travel guide for Yeah, you, really. <laughs> I don't need a travel book. I'll just listen to this song. Absolutely. If you've got Lee Kernigan and Troy Castanelli with you, you don't need a Lonely yeah. Planet guide to Australia. <laughs> They're telling me all the places to visit, what to do. Um, so that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and last one was Everything's Gonna Be Alright. Oh, I yay. Just, it was very cheesy and very just, yeah, everything is gonna be alright. Yeah. And here for the gospel choir with the riffs. Love it. Number one, wish I was a train. <laughs> Are you joking? I'm not oh, joking. Right. I always say you think I'm joking, but I'm not. This song, I've loved this song since I was a kid. Oh, see, I think it's a banger. Cute. I love it. <laughs> well, that's fair. You've got, you know. It's all bangers, no mash. <laughs> <laughs> My second favorite song is Lonesome But Free. Oh, okay. I think it's. Just such a great melancholy country sound. It makes me cry. It's everything I need. It was near that was nearly yeah. a top three one, but yeah, I, I also wasn't. like that it's like it's been written about a specific scenario, but it's so relatable. Like you yep. can apply all these different narratives to it, and I really enjoy that. Okay, I'm tossing up between I love this place and my dreaming place. You can only have one. Oh, I know, it's so hard. Oh, and then there's also the um the spooky ones. I love the spooky ones. <laughs> Stop adding more. Though. Oh, you it's can so only choose hard. one. Um, I think I might go with I love this place because that one does actually get stuck in my head a lot and I'm singing it all the time. Okay. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with that. There's so many highly recommend though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we haven't got any matching songs. Thank you so much for listening. You can find the show notes and playlist for this episode on our website, www.countrydownunder.com, which will also link you to all of our social media. We'll be back with you next week. We're going to be talking about Tanya Kernigan. Have I told you that yet, Amy? Oh, no. We're going to be talking about Tanya Kernigan. Oh, and I'm so really excited. Lee Kernigan's sister. <laughs> yes. Lee Kernigan's sister. Or maybe we should say Lee Kernigan is Tanya Kernigan's brother. Flip that script. Wow. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm Tamlin Butwell. When I'm not talking about country music, I am playing country music. If you want to learn more about that, please visit my website, www.tamlinbutwell.com or find me on social media at Tamlin Butwell. That's T-A-M-L-Y-N-B-U-T-W-E-L-L. And I'm Amy Westcott. You can find me at amyface91 on Twitter and Instagram so you can keep up with my travels and whatnot please rate review and subscribe through your podcast app so as you know we'll pick a review to read aloud on the podcast so this week's review is we have one from the u.s we've got an international (gasps) review oh my god five stars vital for our times it says (laughs) it's so dramatic and i love it australian country music is a fascinating iteration of the art form that finally gets the focused attention it deserves the hosts also have a charming dynamic oh we're charming amy we're so charming love it thanks so much for listening guys we'll talk to you soon bye bye why don't you on board with the train songs <laughs> <laughs>